Hi, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. We are the Carwells. I'm Emily. And I'm Sarah, and we are, as you know, Airbnb interior designers and investors. (laughs) Well, welcome back, everyone, to Catch Up with the Carwells. Today, we're doing a quick episode for y'all, covering some of the questions that some of the people who are part of our group called The Space, which is our Discord channel, asked. And so we're going to cover those questions, both for our Discord peeps and for all of you. Yeah. Lately, we've been releasing like two episodes a month, but in the month of June, there happens to be three Thursdays that we can release episodes. So we are getting giving you guys a little bit of a bonus episode and just answering some of the questions that we get in The Space. So you guys can get an idea of what people are asking and what people are talking about. The first question is actually personal to you, Sarah, because it's a friend of ours that's in the space and they want to know how your birthday was. (laughs) Cute. (laughs) Birthday was so good. Oh my gosh. How did I miss that question in there? Did I just ignore them? (laughs) Must have. It was on your birthday. So you were busy. Cute. Uh, My birthday was so good. I mean, I actually worked on my birthday on properties, um, but it was such a fun work day. Got to work with my dad and my husband. Uh, But then we went to Washington and we stayed at a cute little B&B super close to Canada. Um, And the B&B was relatively inexpensive. It seemed to be a pretty new host because there was some pretty basic things that were missed. Things that you and I used to miss all the time on properties. Um, But overall, you know, we're turning 29. We're one year away from 30. And I'm just kind of excited for 30, to be honest. So that's good. Can't complain. Yeah, 29 feels a little weird because I'm about to turn 29, like, in less than a week. And I'm like, is there anything exciting about being 29? Like, I want to be 30 already. 29 is like a nasty number. Like, I feel like an old, young person. Yeah, the only thing I'm looking forward to about my 29th birthday is posting the meme of Schmidt from New Girl going, 29? (laughs) That's the only thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I'm excited for about turning 29 is that I finally get to use that. <laughs> it's the little thing. I've been it? waiting years for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and it's like, uh, I wished Zoe Berghoff a happy birthday yesterday because it was her birthday. And I'm just like, I think that I just get along best with Gemini's in life in general because I just feel like Zoe was cut from the same cloth and you and I obviously are like literally attached at the hip. So... All I'm saying is, uh, Gemini's can be self-absorbed, aka me, and I think I just like other people that are the same as me. (laughs) Yeah, we do have a lot of Gemini friends. Yeah, I forget how much younger Zoe is than us, though. Because she she literally, like, she'll find this really funny. I'm not insulting her. She's a grandma. (laughs) (laughs) It just baffles me that she's so much younger than us. (laughs) Yeah, that is so funny. Her her and Maddie both are grandmas. Grandmas. I love it. (laughs) Okay, well, after that personal question, we can get into some of the other questions. Okay, sorry, I'm literally reading from the Discord channel right now, so it's going to take me a second. Um, (laughs) Oh, is it okay to put a full-length mirror in the master slash primary, or is that considered a safety hazard? I would never consider that a safety hazard. I've never thought about it as a safety hazard. Maybe we should, I guess, but we... But, like, why? If it could fall on somebody, I guess. Um, If it's on a stand or it's, like, secured to the wall, I'm not that worried about it. Even if you're resting it up against the wall, like, why are people pulling on the mirror anyways? That's more of a them issue than a me issue, but I guess some people could be stupid. 
Right. I'm just like, you know, there are a lot of areas that I think might be safety hazards in B&Bs, like wood-burning fireplaces and hot tubs and paddle boats and kayaks and having lakefront property and decks and docks. And like, just the, the list of things that I would worry about from a liability perspective is so long before it would ever be a mirror in the primary bedroom. Um, so my answer for this is like, I wouldn't even think about the liability. I would always put one in the primary bedroom because I want to spoil the person who's paying for the property. And part of spoiling them means that they need to look at their outfit in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm paying a pretty price for a property, I want to be able to look at my outfit in the morning. <laughs> yeah. This question did make me think, cause I'm planning on just like resting mine up against the wall because the ones that I purchased don't have stands. And now I'm like, do I need to mount them? <laughs> like maybe it's gonna fall. I just think they look better, like rested up against the wall. So aesthetically, I definitely want to just rest it. And I guess like if somebody's stupid enough to pull on it and let it fall on them, I'll deal with that one in a million stupid person. Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, you can't like if a mirror is gonna fall, you could say that about several pieces in a property. You know, like I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, if we're getting down to like the nitty gritty things that could fall, there are so many things that really could fall, especially because we do some of this stuff ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't overthink it that much. So I wouldn't overthink the mirror thing that much, to be completely honest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, no. Pull it, reel it back. Yeah. Reel it back. And that, it that's the, the least of your worries. Put And absolutely, we always recommend putting a full length mirror. In at least the primary and in every bedroom, if you have space for it, really. Um, some of the rooms, like this room that I'm currently in, is too small. So I'll just have like a wall mounted mirror in here. But like, if you can put one in every single room, that is a luxury that people will appreciate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, typically, like these Airbnbs don't have, you know, you're, you're doing a heads and bed situation. So you're like accommodating more people than maybe a house would typically accommodate. Like this house that I'm in currently, one grandma lived here for forever, but now there's consistently eight people in here. So, and two bathrooms. And so, yeah, you need the extra mirrors, like need the extra mirrors more than you need to be worried about the liability. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Next question is garbage. How is garbage handled on garbage pickup day? Do you disturb the guests to go take the cans to the road for pickup? I think this is a really good question because this is a question I had for you at the beginning, actually. Yeah. Um, to be honest, all three of our properties have garbage pickup once a week and you have to bring the garbage cans out by the road and we just leave them out by the road. <laughs> we like, you know, we've, you know, I guess if you didn't have the space to leave it out by the road, um, then maybe you would set like a weekly message to your guests that would go out only on Mondays. So like on guesty, you can schedule like a weekday for a specific message to go out. So you wouldn't have like every guest get this message, but um, you could send them a weekly message to drag it out by the road. And I wouldn't feel weird about that. Like, the only problem is, is that they're like, there's a high chance that they're not going to do it, right. And then the trash is going to fill up and then you have to find a solution for it. Um, but for us, all of our properties, uh, trash day is Monday. We just leave all of our trash cans right by our mailboxes. And then our cleaners or our guests, whoever is taking the trash out, just takes it out to the mailbox. So we just leave it out there. Yeah, I thought that that would be more 
of an issue than it is like even now tyler and i leave this house all the time right and so if i leave on a tuesday night my trash day is wednesday and i'm not coming back until next week we'll just leave our trash can at the end of the road and nobody ever says anything the only issue i have run into is it's really windy up here so when it's empty i've literally found my trash can down the road before (laughs) So like, <laughs> that is definitely something that I need to consider when I'm doing my property is how windy it can get on this side of the state because I just wasn't used to that being from down on the west side, not on the water. Yeah. Um, so you, just things uh, to consider. The, when you have your trash picked up, is it picked up where like the dump truck comes and like physically picks up the trash can, turns it upside down and dumps it in? Or is it someone that gets out and you have to have it bagged and they pull the bags out of the trash? I think it dumps it in because there's definitely some times when I just throw a pizza box in there. Okay. Yeah. All of ours are, I mean, ours are tiny towns, right? And so they don't have the big dump trucks. So if they're not in a bag, they won't pick it up. But I was going to say if it was like ours and you had high wind, I'd put like cinder blocks in the bottom of it because nobody's ever picking it up. It's just like pulling it up. That is something to pay attention to because literally every single week, my trash can has a little dog treat on it because I ran into the trash guy one time when I was walking zero and he gave him a treat. And so now he knows that there's a dog at our house. So he might get out and take all this stuff out and just not care because there's always a dog treat on my trash can every time I go to get it. Yeah. Literally go watch him. Cause I, I just assumed that all of them, like especially living in Fort Worth for so long and like being woken up in the middle of the night by the dump trucks, like emptying the huge dumpsters and how loud that is. And it like, you know, you hear it for like an hour because they go from your apartment complex to the apartment complex next to yours, the apartment complex next to that. Um, and so I just assumed that all of them had that machine that just like picked it up and dumped them. But um, at all of our properties, literally all of them in Michigan, it's like somebody physically gets out and like empties it. And the, the bigger problem we have isn't how to facilitate the trash. It's how to handle the trash that isn't put in bags in the trash can, because then we have to like ask our cleaners to take out the loose trash because it piles up because people will throw a pizza box or whatever in there and then the trash people won't pick it up. And so it's like trying to keep the trash bins inside of trash bags or trash in the trash bins inside of trash bags has been our pain point. But, you know, we just throw the cleaner an extra 20 bucks like once a month to go deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, I feel like if a guest is there on trash day, they're probably not really going to care one way or the other. I mean, maybe you'll get the occasional guest who's like, "You're I paid to stay here. I'm not doing your chores for you. One of those people. But like, it's really not that big of a deal just to take the trash can to the end of the driveway. So if you have to ask somebody right. to do it, I don't see an issue with that. Um, and if the trash can's full and they don't have anywhere to put their trash before they leave, then they're screwed in that situation too. So yeah, yeah I guess. I don't really see a problem with handling it either way, but if you can leave it at the end of your driveway, just do that. Just do that. It makes it so easy. <laughs> okay. Um. Next question. Cookware recommendations when initially outfitting a rental. I feel like our strategy for this has definitely changed since we started designing for other people and since you started investing. Yeah. Um. Now I get the same stuff. Hold on. Let me check. It's literally right behind me. Um. I love this set of dishware. It's like the one with the copper inside. Let's see what brand is this. It is called Gotham Street. No, Gotham Steel. Gotham Um, Steel. Okay. Yeah, it's sold at Walmart. It's the 
the ones that have like the kind of orange orangey coppery inside um and so far i've loved them i know like i know maddie and skylar maddie's gone through testing several of them out and i haven't gone through like that in depth of a process but these ones we have now in two of our properties and this property has been running for seven months and they still look new and it was like maybe 120 bucks for the full set um so i don't know so far i'm like okay these are not bad they still look great they still look like when we bought them yeah um and it's six months in so i don't know i know that maddie tried this brand and she tried a different style like type than what i have but so for my wedding pans um, my mother-in-law got us Kaflon ones and we've had them for almost four years now and they are top tier great pans I think it was like $300 for the set of them but we've had them for four years and nothing has happened to them and we actually went to an Airbnb out in Washington for a girl's trip and they had them and I remember being like holy crap like this place is so nice because they have these pans because I recognize the brand and I had them at my house so if you want to go more expensive and you know that they're going to last like four or five, six years that you have your property and you're not going to have to replace them that often, I think it's worth splurging on stuff like that that's going to get used really, really often. Because like I cook on my frying pan every single day I make eggs and the frying pan is still perfect, like in perfect condition. Yeah, so. it's definitely worth splurging on. Um, but I also, yeah, I think it's one of those things that like when you're counting your pennies at the beginning, like that would be something that might get pushed till a later period of time, mm-hmm. but you always want to keep in mind that you want those pans to look new every single time. And they're not going to look new very quickly. Like we have bought not so much pots and pans, but we have replaced baking sheets specifically so often because they just get so nasty so quickly. And you know, it's like, 15 bucks to replace baking sheets like maybe there are baking sheets that would last forever and if somebody did that research and was like look here is a 120 dollars baking sheet but it literally will look like this for the next six years like i would purchase because by the time i'm replacing baking sheets like once a quarter mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's definitely it doesn't have to be like you don't have to get the fancy ones up front but it's worth looking at getting nicer ones over time because you're going to have to end up replacing them. And literally, there's nothing worse than pulling out like a shit pan when you're trying to cook something at an Airbnb. It's so annoying. Yeah. Literally today here, we haven't been at this property in a minute and I just cooked a pizza and I took out the baking sheet and I was like, no, <laughs> this needs to be replaced. Gross. We will be making a trip to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not happy, the guests definitely are not happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. A lot of these questions, at least this week's questions are for like what to put in your property um washer and dryer recommendations do you need to be do they need to be at large capacity with the cleaners in mind front load or top load stackable what seems to work best in a short-term rental mm. um so we've purchased the samsung ones just like you've purchased um and they've been great i'm not married to like top loading or front loading or stackable or anything like that Um, my biggest thing is I don't want the washing machine to have an oscillator. Like I want the middle thing to not be there because the only thing that you're really washing in these Airbnbs is towels, sheets, and rugs. (laughs) Like all of those things need a ton of room. So, um, my buying process when we started buying these Samsung ones is like, I want your biggest washer and dryer. It has to have a quick cycle. Um, and it has to be compatible with whatever the hookups are currently in the in the house because I don't want to like switch it from electrical to whatever else, you know, I want it to just like function as is currently. 
Yeah, we got the Samsung ones right when we moved into this house because it didn't have a, any washer and dryer. And I so I've been using it since we moved in and I love them. Um, the only thing about not having an oscillator, and this is maybe just because like I wash my clothes in it, is stuff gets so tangled together. Um, which when you're doing like sheets and towels and stuff, you're literally just like getting these big loads. So that's more of a personal issue. But we did switch ours to gas because it's more efficient. Gas dryers mm-hmm. are more efficient. So and it was super easy to switch it because it's right next to our garage where our gas hookup is. So it didn't like it literally like our handyman did it for us. So it cost us like 80 bucks to get it switched over to oh. gas. Like it yeah, was super, super easy. Um, but I really liked that because we put like a lot of our technology stuff on our Best Buy credit card because my husband gets like 24 month interest free financing on almost everything that we buy from Best Buy. So why not finance something that's like that big if I don't have to pay interest on it for two years? So that's what we did with our washer and dryer for this property. Yeah, that's dope. Best Buy is just it. Like, I love let's Best just, Buy. We made that video the one time, and for our listeners, if you didn't catch the reel that we made, um, you can get a $200, um, I don't know what they call it, like membership of sorts. Like, I don't even know. Anyway, there's a $200 membership that you can get at Best Buy as like a professional or something. Um, but when you get that membership, um, you can have all of your TVs installed for free. They deliver everything to your door, like all of the installation of most everything else that isn't free or included in the $200 is heavily discounted. They keep track of all of your receipts. Um, I mean, I guess you could do this if you had the phone number as well, but then you have like this online portal where all of your stuff is stored. So you can go in there and like repeat order things. Um, so now we order a hundred percent of our technology and appliances from Best Buy. Like if I'm going to do anything, it's going through Best Buy because I know that they're going to install it for way cheaper than anyone else. And that's this, like, we, we save way more than $200 a year by having that $200 a year membership. Yeah. That'll probably be something that Tyler and I get moving forward. We installed the cameras and stuff here because his dad's like techie like that. So we just did that the first time around, but I just don't want to have to deal with that on every single property. And but the the closest Best Buy to us is like four hours away or something like that. Right. <laughs> so literally there's like no way that they were gonna come up here and do that. So we figured this one out on our own, but maybe we select properties because of their proximity to Best Buy from now on. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Y'all got Starbucks but no Best Buy, huh? Yeah, that isn't that crazy. Yeah, but great. the Starbucks is brand new. Like, absolutely brand new. There is a new building going in. Tyler's been trying to figure out what it is. There's this new, like, warehouse-style looking building going in right by Meyer. Well, it might be a Best Buy or it's a Walmart. <laughs> what? Well, there's already a Walmart here. Oh, It's across yeah. the street from Meyer. <laughs> All right. It might be a Best Buy. That would be insane. Oh, my gosh. Tyler, would, Tyler wouldn't want to move out of the house then. <laughs> He's, gonna <wanna laughs> He's such a tech guy. <laughs> He's going to want to stay. Oh, gosh. We won't tell him. <laughs> okay next question dishware recommendations uh go with melamine if i'm having to buy new anyway to help prevent breakage but she said she heard that it shouldn't be heated in the microwave melamine that specific type of dishware um well i never heard of melamine but i definitely don't recommend something for a short-term rental that can't be put in the microwave because it's gonna get put in the microwave like even if you tell people not to it's going to get put in the microwave so don't even buy something that can't be yeah 
My my philosophy, well, and honestly, I'm still developing this. I haven't really landed on one that I prefer over the other yet. Um, so this lake house that I'm sitting in here, I have all plasticware. Like I don't have any glass dishes at all. Um, and part of that is just because it's a lake house. It's out in the middle of nowhere and we don't have a dishwasher. And so I wanted something that was like faster to clean, mm-hmm. you know, like whereas glass, you have to be like more delicate with. And I just figured that like if you're doing dishes, like speed specifically here is going to be something that's going to be important to people. Um, but in the other properties, I have glass dishware. And then I also always provide paper products. So like if somebody has a whole family of kids and they don't want to constantly be doing 10 plates of dishes after breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they still have like paperware for the middle of the day to like throw cheese its and macaroni on and like send the kids back out to the boat. So um, that's worked really well, but And people definitely prefer the paperware. Like when I'm asking the cleaner, like, you know, does it look like they use the dishes or the paperware? Like we're constantly replacing paperware. So I think people definitely prefer something on vacation that requires them to not have to even put it in the dishwasher. Um, So anyway, that's been kind of like something that's a little surprising to me because I'm like, I prefer to eat off of a glass plate or a ceramic plate or like something that's like sturdier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then maybe that's the... Yeah, it's the bougie side of me, but on vacation, when I'm, like, entertaining a bunch of people, I don't want to do all those dishes. Like, I just want paperware. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember last 4th of July? (laughs) The amount of times we ran the dishwasher at that property was crazy. And we, some of us did use the paper plates. Like, we had paper plate options, but we also, everybody was, like, we were cooking so many meals and people were eating all the time during the day. So, yeah, paperware is definitely a good option. Uh, bad for the environment or not great for the environment but look we're not doing plasticware <laughs> that's true paper is better than plastic yeah and i will say a new trick of the trade that i think people have really enjoyed or we've gotten a few compliments on it is providing to-go coffee cups because mm-hmm. morning of when they leave they can take a coffee with them and so we've noticed that like those get used a ton which of course like increases your overall expense per guest but i'm just like i feel like I would love that. The guests love it. Like, I think it's worth it. Absolutely. I definitely think that that is worth it. Wow. Yeah. Good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I actually think this is our last question. Um, cleaners and handymen, do you have them fill out paperwork and give them a 1099 at the end of the year? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had conversations. Look, we work out in the middle of nowhere. Right? Like, we work out in the middle of nowhere, and everybody's trying to cheat Uncle Sam. And I am pro that. (laughs) I'm pro that. But but at the end of the day, we're running a business, right? And at some point, um, you've got to decide to run things as clean as you possibly can. So um, have we done gift cards in the past for cleaners to avoid, um, you know, having to 1099 them? Yes. Do we do that anymore? No. Mm-hmm. So we 1099 everybody. We have them fill out a W-9 right when we hire them um, and just keep that W-9 stored. And then at the end of the year, we 1099 them. Yeah. And if you want to be able to like do something extra for them, because I know you do bonuses um, if they get like five-star reviews, their cleaners, five-star reviews for the month, you can do like a gift card bonus. So they're not necessarily paying on their bonuses but they're paying on what they're making so you're covering your ass and then they're getting an extra little kickback if they're doing a good job yeah and if you're a airbnb guest not a host 
Um, I, when I've been asked this question several times by like avid Airbnb travelers who stay in Airbnbs constantly, they're like, what's the best way? Like if we stay at a great Airbnb, what's the best way to say thank you to the host? And I always tell people leave a cash tip. Like for me, if I have a guest who leaves a tip, that's going to my cleaner and that like boosts morale all the way around. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's another way for them to just like, you know get a little bonus, get a little perk, enjoy their job a little bit more. So um, I always think that that's just a really great way to like have this nice little ecosystem between the guests and the cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Those cleaners deserve a lot for what they do. Yeah, yeah. if they're good at it. Because <laughs> I fired a cleaner. <laughs> if they're good at it. I know that's my um, biggest anxiety point right now is finding a good cleaner for this property up here. There's other Airbnbs in the area. So I feel like if I have to find somebody who's already established, I definitely can. Um, but I'm just nervous about that aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We've been spoiled the last, you know, the first two lake houses we opened, the first people we hired, we still are using, right? That process was like so seamless. And on Orange Cadillac, I'm now on cleaning team number four in under six months. <laughs> I'm like, is it me? <laughs> but I don't think it's me. I really think it's I think it's the house. I think it's that it's in a bigger city. I think that, you know, people just underestimate what it's going to take to flip this property. Maybe I have unrealistic expectations on cost of what it's going to cost to clean this thing. I don't know, but we're, we're working on it. But I, I'm really hopeful on this last one that I hired yesterday. I think she's going to be good. Good. Well, that is it for our bonus episode. Those are our questions. And we'll do these every once in a while, probably. Just giving you guys some answers to questions that our exclusive community gets. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in joining our exclusive community, um, we call it the space. It is a discord channel. Um, and within that discord channel, we have different rooms around an Airbnb. So we have the foyer, we have the living room, we have the backyard, we have things like that. All of the rooms are for different purposes. So we have different types of conversations in the different rooms. Um, but really, truly, the entire point of the space is to bring you guys closer to us and give you a little bit more access to us, but more importantly, access to our community so that you guys really can get um, the curtain pulled back around your nitty gritty, very specific questions while you continue to grow your own Airbnb portfolio. So we'd love to have you a part of it. It's $20 a month. We'll see you in there. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks, guys. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.